Now, Jesus has just started his public ministry. He's just called his first disciples, and he begins to teach. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. We call this the Sermon on the Mount because Jesus went up on a mountainside. But we should almost call it the Sermon Turning the World on Its Head because Jesus really is turning the world upside down because the world teaches us something completely different. It teaches us that we have to be a winner. We have to get ahead. You only have to drive down Route 51 where it goes under 376 and goes from two lanes into one. There's always somebody in the left lane trying to just just get in at the last minute. There are three cars ahead. And I'm thinking, they're going to go down and there's going to be a slow poker or a truck. But for the minute, for the moment, there are three cars ahead. It's what the world teaches us. We have to be winners. When I was a kid, the big envelope would arrive in the house about this time of year with Ed McMahon. You may already have won. And I would look at it, all those zeros. Mom, mom, we got to do this. We got to do this. It wasn't somebody giving away money. I think they were selling magazines. And my mother sold magazines for a living out of the house. So we never entered. We never won. The world teaches us we have to be a winner. That the rich are more important than the poor. That it's okay to step on others on your way up as long as you make it to the top. The world teaches us that you have to get ahead. Think of yourself. Look out for number one, and number one is you. But Jesus turns that world upside down, turns that world on its head. 
he tells us that we may have already won. We call this the Sermon on the Mount. But to do that, I think, places it at a distance from us. N none of us go out on the hill to teach, do we? We, we don't you ever go out there and listen to someone teach. Oh, you, if you're really mad, you might go out there and mumble to yourself, I guess. But we don't do that. So when we call it the Sermon of, on the Mount, we're, we're placing it at a distance. That's the way it was then. And we call this section I read the Beatitudes. Sounds holy, like some kind of platitudes. Nice ideal you got there, Jesus. But this is how the world works. Let me tell you about the world, the Beatitudes. Very nice platitudes. But the world tells us we got to be winners, got to be strong, have to be independent, got to make it. But Jesus is saying, you and I may already have won. So let's not place this Sermon on the Mount or the Beatitudes at a distance. We shouldn't do that. Because when Jesus went out to teach, to, to be a rabbi in that culture in that time, he, he spoke to people just like us. These were not the richest people, not the most popular people. They, they weren't the leaders. They were simple folks just like us. They had vineyards and gardens and crafts and businesses. They went to the well to draw their water every day. They had hopes and dreams for their children. They were people just like us. Jesus was talking to those people, people that have farms over by Darlington, people who, like our grandparents, worked at J&L or other mills in Beaver Falls, scraping out a living, trying to make ends meet. Jesus was talking to us. I know what you're going to say. You know, this is thousands of years later. The world's, the world's changed. It's so, so different from when Jesus was there. Is it? Are people still telling us we got to be winners? People still telling us you got to get ahead. No one's going to look out for you. you got to look out for yourself. Is the world that different? Are we that different from those who sat down in the grass to hear Jesus? Well, let's see. Let's try it out in our life, your life and my life. What's the first one? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Have you ever felt just down, sad, worn out, maybe even depressed, poor in spirit, like you just weren't on the top of your game? You just didn't have it today. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are we when that's how we find ourselves. Blessed are those who are down. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Somehow when, 
We human beings are down in the dumps when we're stuck in a rut, when we're poor in spirit. We're somehow possessing the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. We've all mourned, haven't we? Mourned parents or grandparents. Some of us have mourned the loss of children. We've all gone into the funeral home, walked to the cemetery. Some of us still go maybe a couple times a year to place a wreath or flowers at the grave. We've all mourned. It's part of the human experience. Blessed are we when we mourn, for we will be comforted. And think about it. Think about the time you mourned. Can you picture the person or persons who brought you comfort? You can, can't you? Can you remember how your prayers and believing in Jesus buoyed you, carried you through, and brought you to today? Blessed are we when we mourn, for we will be comforted. Blessed are the meek. Who are the meek? Children are the meek, right? Don't do that. You're not old enough. You're too little. You can't do that. Picture being a child. You're looking up at a world that's giant. Everything, every person, just when they go up the steps, those steps aren't made for them. They're made for us. They're giant steps. Blessed are the meek, the meek, the children, but not just the children. Sometimes we're children, then we grow up and we're strong, and then we age, and we become meek again. Some are meek because their mind has wandered, so someone else has to do things for them. Some are meek because their, their body is just so tired. You have to put shoes and socks on children, and sometimes you have to put shoes and socks on your parents' feet or your grandparents. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. So be careful with your children and your grandchildren, because they're going to take over the world someday. Better be nice to them. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are those who are upset that the world is unfair. Blessed are those who have a hunger, a desire, a thirst for the world to be right. Blessed are those who don't feel comfortable in this world because they think it should be better. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, those who show mercy to somebody else. That's a powerful thing in this world. It's a powerful thing in our lives when someone shows us mercy, that they understand we messed up, or they understand that we're human. To show mercy is to bend down to somebody else, 
to somehow get outside of your own head and see somebody else, really see them, see that they are hurting. To show mercy is to bend towards somebody else. Blessed are those who show mercy, for they, they will be shown mercy. Won't you want it when you need it? Wouldn't the world be a better place if everybody showed mercy to those that needed it? And when we needed it, somebody was there to show us mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, when we hear this one, we tend to think, well, I'm, I'm not pure in heart. I'm not pure in thought. Oh, if people only knew me. But you know, every so often in a moment, we are pure in heart. We can get there. And in that moment, we glimpse God. Maybe that's why we don't see God constantly or all the time. But when we do, when for that instance, instant we're pure of heart, we get a glimpse of God. Blessed are the peacemakers. Oh, are you the peacemaker in your family? Are you the one that's always trying to get everybody together? You know, when somebody's mad at each other, you call that person, you talk to them, then you call the other person, you talk to them, then you say, well, I talked to them, and they said this. And are you the peacemaker? Are you trying to pull people together? Are you trying to bring peace where there's, there's just uh, disruption or uncomfortableness or even anger? Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are us when we're trying to bring peace, when we're working towards it, when we're trying to bring people together. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness. Blessed are those who are made fun of or put down because they tell the world the world is wrong. The world doesn't want to hear it. The world doesn't want to hear, doesn't want to have its mistakes pointed out. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. They hold the kingdom of heaven in their hand, in their, in their thoughts, in their mind. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, lie about you. Rejoice and be glad, for great is your reward in heaven. And you walk right in the path, in the footsteps of the prophets, for they were bullied, they were insulted, they were made fun of, they were teased, they were laughed at. Rejoice and be glad. And when we... Listen to these beatitudes. They are not just some kind of platitudes because Jesus didn't just sit on a mountainside as a rabbi and speak them. No, he lived them. That somehow this, this, this human man, this human rabbi, this son of the Most High, this human that God dwelled in, spoke these words, and then walked off the mountain and lived them. 
You only need to read through them again, poor in spirit, mourning and meek and hungering for righteousness and merciful and pure in heart and trying to make peace to know that Jesus lived all of those in his life. Blessed are you when you are persecuted. Jesus was persecuted all the way to the cross. So not only was he saying you are blessed, by the living of his life, he was giving us the blessing because he lived our life and he didn't just live it, he lived it so he could redeem it. So we could be blessed. We could be blessed in this. We may already have won. And it's simply amazing. These are not supernatural things. They're not incredible things. They're just human experiences, human feelings, human emotions. But Jesus has said, because I have lived them, because I have redeemed them, you are blessed when you're down. You're blessed when you're meek, when you mourn, when you show mercy, when you want everything to be right, when you try to bring peace, and when the world tells you you're wrong because you want the world to be right. We are blessed. We might have already won. We may have already won simply by living our lives, lives in Jesus Christ. So let us sing blessed assurance, but let us do more than sing it. Let's really believe that we are blessed and we have the assurance of that blessing because of Jesus Christ, not because of us, because he lived our life and he redeemed our life. Amen.